Ikmel has filed a lawsuit against Ryan Upchurch for defamation of character. We're going to go into all the details today on Midnight Radio. Go ahead and subscribe and hit that bell to join the conversation and, and hit that like, throw a dog a bone. Roof, roof. Get it, dog, get it. My fellow Fruit Loops, we need to have a conversation about this. There's something going on right now between Ikmel and Ryan Upchurch. And Ikmel is suing Upchurch for defamation. Let's talk about this. I have some experience with defamation. I've had that before on this platform. Let me talk about it. And actually, I learned a little bit more going over this case. I have the paperwork. We're going to go over some parts of that. This is a multi-million dollar lawsuit. And you're here on YouTube. You hear the word defamation being thrown around all the time. You can't you can't defame me like that. You're defaming me. And you have the other creator against the other creator. Well, I think you're this. And the other one's like, well, you're this. Well, you are crazy, lady. And uh, there's something called crama, crime drama, where you have uh, creators fighting amongst each other while they are covering crime stories, right? They call it crama. Well, there's something called tit for tat, okay? Say Schmimmins. Gerald Schmimmins talks about somebody over there. And that person talks about me and I talk back about them. That's tit for tat. And that doesn't qualify as, that doesn't qualify as defamation at all. That's something the old radio jocks used to do. The shock jocks used to do against each other and they did it for ratings. Then there was a law and now it's tit for tat. And that's pretty much been adopted by every state. Every state has different laws governing defamation, but they're all basically the same uh one of the main things that are different in the different states is what the monetary levels that you can get be awarded for suing and we'll go over that too because that's involved in this case so number one if somebody is defaming you talking about you here on the youtube it has to be your real name not some made-up persona okay they have to be talking about you, something that is not true. It has to be disparaging something that would cost you money, cost you subscribers, cost you uh, super chats, super thanks, all that. And especially if they say you did something you didn't do, you know, if they're saying that you look stupid, well, I can't really fight against that because I think I do look stupid. Just an example. Okay. Now, Again, you can't say anything back. You just have to take it. And the first step is you have to hire a lawyer. Now, you have to hire a lawyer in the state that the person defamed you in, okay? So in this case, Ikmel had to get a lawyer from Tennessee, which is where Ryan Upchurch is, part one. And the first thing that that lawyer does is he sends a nice letter It's called a cease and desist letter. Many of you might have heard about that. It's not an email that someone sends. It's not a message. You better cease and desist. It's not an email saying, you better cease and desist or I'm going to, you're an ass with a hole in it and I'm going to own you. No. An email is not a cease and desist. You hire a lawyer in the city, preferably the town of the person who defamed you. They send a nice letter saying, you can't do this. Here are the examples of where you defame my client 
this is against the law and you're in the state of, in this case, Tennessee. And this is why you're not allowed to do that. And this is what could happen to you for you're doing that. Please stop. And I've seen this happen in many cases. And they're like, no, I'm not going to stop. Kiss my hand. And they go and they make a YouTube video. Well, can you believe this little wiener head? He said, he sent me this boo hoo hoo. He doesn't have any nuts. Which is basically what Ryan Upchurch did. Now, as far as my standing with Ikmel and Ryan Upchurch is this, I've gone to Ikmel's uh, page a couple times and watched the video. And I said, thanks. And he said, you're welcome. And that is about it. I don't watch him very often. I just don't. You might love him. I have no problem with that. And Ryan Upchurch, I don't know anything about the man either. You might love him. Although at the time, I have a little background of information. This was around August with the Keely Rodini case, Kylie Rodini. I didn't cover that case. I stepped aside. I did not cover that case. So if I'm mispronouncing your name, I'm sorry. Correct me in the comments. I like to be corrected. Or call in 325-261-0892 to how to properly pronounce that name. But I did see this at the time because I had a friend that worked for Molly Go Lightly at the time. Um, she was basically like a secretary for Molly Go Lightly. And Ryan Upchurch was on some kind of campaign or something against Ickmel. I didn't know why. I was just made aware of this. And Ryan Upchurch was in the the um, chat room for Molly Go Lightly. And he wound up on panel. And he was talking about Ickmel. Uh, his name being a pseudonym for um, a, co- a pseudonym for sex trafficking and how Ikmel was somehow involved in the Keely Rodini case. It was nuts. And I know about this because, and by the way, Molly Golightly is no longer on YouTube, but one of her mods was Ikmel's girlfriend. One of the head mods of Molly Golightly was Ikmel's girlfriend. My friend worked for uh, Molly Golightly and she was there and they were all... F- Molly didn't know who Ryan Upchurch and Ikmel, what the relationship, what was going on at the time. She just didn't know. And they were freaking out, and the mods were freaking out that Molly would let him up there. And um, Ikmel was mad about it. Now, Ikmel made no public statements at the time. There was just a statement made from his girlfriend to the secretary, Molly Golightly, about how, you know, Ikmel is upset about this. This is... Ikmel didn't make any public statements. Well, what I'm just relaying to you is true. And it's in the paperwork that this caused Ikmel a lot of stress. Now, um, before we start, let's just, everybody always asks me when I ever talk about this, they want to know what's the difference between libel and slander. And that really applies to this case. And I'll show you why. If you look at this right here, Let me get it full screen. This is just a cheap old Google definition of it. It's called a tort, all right? Libel is a defamatory statement that is written. Okay. Again, libel is a defamatory statement that is written. Slander is a defamatory statement that is oral. Now, what's interesting in this case is Ikmel and his lawyer are claiming that Ryan Upchurch is responsible for libel, not slander. And what he said was in a video 
So why do you think that would be? Again, slander is when you talk and libel is when you write something. At common law, libel and slander are analyzed under different sets of standards with libel recognized as the more serious wrong. So libel is more serious in a court of law than slander is. I think that is why they chose to call it libel. Very interesting in this case. It's like 30-something pages, and we're not going to go over the whole thing. This is crazy, guys. We've got to talk about this right here. I will read a little bit of it, though. We have to go over this. This diversity action arises from the defamatory and torturous conduct of defendant Ryan Upchurch, as explained below. It is some facts in common with those stated in the amended complaint, Robertson versus Upchurch. So apparently this happened before with Upchurch. Now, an interesting thing to me before I continue here is this was filed right before, a day before the one-year anniversary, which is the legal limit time. So Ickmelden's lawyer filed it right there on the 20th. Now, in case you didn't know, Ryan Upchurch is a prominent YouTube personality. His, his, no, his uh, YouTube channel, his infamous YouTube channel, boasts 3,140,000 subs. Subscribers, the channel is highly popular among aficionados of redneck rap music and conspiracy theories. Since Mr. Upchurch's channel began in 2014, that's a long time ago, his 500 plus videos have been viewed a total number of 2 billion, 80 million times. That is a lot. Good Lord. Uh, Wow. I'm about half a million. Wow. That's okay. Now, Melvin Sedino, the plaintiff, also a YouTuber, he's known by the handle Ickmel. His focus is diverted toward true crime stories and other current news events. On or about August 6, 2002, Keely Rodney, a 16-year-old girl, disappeared after leaving a party near Tahoe National Forest in California. Shortly thereafter, Upchurch and Sedino each started making videos discussing her disappearance. I remember this. I did not. I chose not to. Mr. Upchurch theorized that she'd been kidnapped by sex traffickers and pedophiles. This theory was discredited when Miss Rodini's body and her missing car were found in a lake on August 21st, 2022. As it turns out, the young woman had driven her car off the road in a tragic accident. It's interesting because it doesn't say what Ickmel theorized at the time, but I digress. Prior to the discovery of Miss Rodini's body, Mr. Upchurch prepared two videos accusing Mr. Sedino, Sedino Ikmel of violent, heinous acts. In the first video published August 20th, 2022, and August 20th, 2023 is when they filed this, Mr. Upchurch sta- states and or implies that Ikmel's ha- that uh, Mr. Sedino's handle Ikmel is a code word for sex trafficking. In the second video published the next day, Mr. Upchurch states that Ikmel, i.e. Sedrino, is linked to a child pedophilia website. Thus, in these videos, Mr. Upchurch states and it replies that Mr. Sedrino is a sex trafficking pedophile. Mr. Upchurch statements and or implications are false and defamatory. And it goes into what it did. Uh, these threatening messages, including one death threat, caused Mr. Sedrino to suffer extreme anguish. All right. I can vouch for this. What I heard at the time, and it was at this time, he was pissed off. Just 
incensed is what I heard, and now I see it here. He purchased security cameras. Um, he's also incurred other damages, pecuniary and non-pecuniary. This is important. He filed this. It's almost like filing a divorce paper first. You're not living in the same area. Whoever files it first usually gets to have say over where it's going to be held, what state. Now, Ikmel submits that the laws of Florida should govern the, govern the substance of this dispute. And that's important because there are no limits to how much you can be sued for in Florida. So what you're looking for, what you want to hear, what you're hearing is if the judge says, yes, go ahead and submit this to Florida since you were there when he defamed you, then this lawsuit, guys, is for like 14 or $17 million. Ergo, Mr. Cedrino seeks compensatory damages and punitive damage under Florida law for defamation, defamation by implication, intentional infliction of emotional duress, he is a citizen of Florida, Ryan Upchurch, citizen of Tennessee. Upon information and in brief, he resides in, and it says where he resides us, he resides in the Middle District of Tennessee. And it talks about that. We're going to go on here. Here we go. This court has jurisdiction over this action pursuant to, and it gives a code, because the amount in controversy ex- exceeds $75,000. All right? Exclusive of interest and cost because there is complete diversity of citizenship. Now, before I go in any further, I see that Ikmel did everything he was supposed to do. He didn't put out videos bashing up church back because that would have been tit for tat. He didn't do that. He had a lawyer and he had a lawyer in Tennessee where up church is. And they gave him a cease and desist, which he laughed at and continued the same actions. Very bad. And still, as the date this came out, he never took the videos down where he said these defamatory things about Ikmel. They're calling it, see, they're calling it libel instead of slander for some reason, but it's still there. Ikmel did everything right. This should, in that, in that case, be open and shut. There are some things that Upchurch's lawyer can say and do, but... For the most part, depends. And you know, Upchurch, since we're talking like 14 to 17 million, we're going to go over that here in a minute. So I know the exact number. Um, yeah, he's going to have to get a high powered lawyer unless he wants to pay that to Ikmel. We're talking about a lot of money here. Not only that, we're talking about precedent on YouTube. Okay. This will affect all of us. This is big freaking news. The thing that is really hard to do in one of these cases, after you proved you've been defamed, let's say Ikmel did that perfectly, open and shut case there, but you got to prove your damages. You have to prove your damages. Now, any lawyer that's going in there after monetary damages, are going to go for as much as they can. Let me tell you something. If you're, I'm a, I'm a military vet. All right. Some of us really got hurt over there. Okay. We don't get anything. You might, and, uh, you get benefits from the VA. You might get a little bit of help. You don't get anything like 17 freaking million. 
So he was defamed on YouTube, so it's worth $17 million when a guy who got his arm blown off or shoulder blown out over at the war doesn't get anything like that. Now, these arguments can be made by Upchurch's lawyer, and they can be very persuasive. Again, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong in the court of law. It's who is most persuasive. And it talks about the date it expires right here. It said the complaint falls because the anniversary for the earliest video that forms the basis of this complaint falls on Sunday, August 20th, 2023. The Tennessee statute of limitations for this suit expires on Monday, August 21st. They file this on time. Just in time. This is where this is where it all started, apparently. Shortly after the... Keely Rodini case. Shortly afterwards, Ronnie Jones started calling into Mr. Cedrino's live webcast. On August 15, 2022, Mr. Upchurch was listening to Mr. Cedrino's webcast when Mr. Jones called the program. After Mr. Upchurch had posted comments to the live chat feed objecting to Mr. Jones's viewpoint, Mr. Cedrino invited Mr. Upchurch onto the show to discuss the matter. Mr. Upchurch agreed and called the number to the webcast, which has a 954 area code, that is assigned to Florida. Ergo, Mr. Upchurch knew or should have known that he was communicating with Mr. Cedrino while he was in Florida. In his videos, Mr. Upchurch implies that Mr. Jones was somehow involved in the disappearance of Ms. Rodini. Moreover, because Mr. Jones had called into Cedrino's webcast, Mr. Upchurch suggested that Mr. Cedrino, i.e. Ickmel, was associated with Mr. Jones. Now, this goes on and on. Uh, August 20th, Mr. Upchurch uploaded a video to YouTube, which he states that Mr. Cedrino's handle, Ickmel, is a sex trafficking code. And he uses a piece of paper to change uh, the letters and say, look, if you change the letters, it's sell me kid, and it's also licked me. And the implications contained in this video is that the defamation, the video is transcribed. It has it here. I'm not going to read it for you. And it talks about Upchurch republishing one of the clips from the from Ikmel from 2016, wherein Ikmel explains why his handle is Ikmel. Ikmel. In this clip, Mr. Upchurch republished. It explains that how he got the Ikmel name, and it has nothing to do with child sex trafficking. You can check that out on yourself. He got it from the days he was in uh, AOL. And uh, he doesn't mention any sexual things. So because he saw that, he knew what the truth was. And this establishes that Upchurch was lying. And he knew it was lying. It's blatant defamation. And yet he kept, he kept on doing it. It's talking about it being viewed 124,000 times. And he did like two other videos. I think there's a total of three videos. And it talks about how this affected Ickmel with all the numbers. As further evidence of the reach of Mr. Upchurch's videos, when one simply runs a Google search of the word Ictmel, the thumbnail for defamation specimen one, including his title, is displayed on the first page. A screen capture of Google. That's pretty damn bad. Look at Midnight Radio and see what you come up with. Or Midnight Radio on YouTube. I don't know. Ictmel explaining how he's able to hack your computer. That was the upload from the re-upload from 2016. Ikmel sticking his foot in his mouth again. Ikmel is a sex trafficking word. Oh my. Now, I think this was the final one. 
on August 21st, Upchurch uploaded another video that falsely states and or implies that Melvin was linked to a hidden YouTube pedophilia website. The statement and implications contained in this video is defamation specimen two. And it goes through all of that. And it breaks it down to where, you know, what Upchurch said was completely false. Anybody can see it. And if, and if Upchurch believed it was true, it means he would have had to participate in the child pornography by clicking on it, knowing if it was real, which would have been illegal for him to do in Florida. But neither of them are in trouble because it wasn't child sex link there. It was just a YouTube bot. So, it goes over how many people view this again and that Upchurch knew that his statements were wrong because any reasonable person would. All right, this is interesting. Mr. Upchurch uploaded a video in which he plays a clip of several of his supporters talking about Mr. Cedrino and this report republished clip which has been viewed 175,000 times another youtuber reveals that Ikmel's real name is Melvin uh, Sedino and discloses that Mr. Cedrino operates a company in Florida um, so because of all these things that Upchurch put out on YouTube there was one of Upchurch's followers made threats about putting a gun up to to Ikmel and killing him and Ikmel had to file a report in Hollywood, California. And that was because of Upchurch. It was uh, Mr. Sinnard. Here you go. This is scary, man. You don't do this kind of shit. And I'll tell you why. I've seen things like this before. And it was even between, you know, two YouTube personalities that weren't really fighting. They were just acting like they were fighting. And I see, I saw it affecting the people that were watching it, their subscribers in a horrible way. You don't do shit like this. On or about September 14th, Mr. Cedrino received a Facebook message from Ralford Simnard of Bangor, Maine. And therein, Mr. Simnard threatens to put a gun into Ikmel's mother effing mouth. Mr. Simnard calls Mr. Cedrino a pedo, while referencing Ryan three weeks after Mr. Upchurch had first implied that Ickmel was a pedophile. Mr. Simnard also references Zanime and Tony Dodge, who appeared with Mr. Upchurch on a YouTube panel talking about Mr. Jones. Ergo, Mr. Simnard clearly speaks of Ryan Upchurch when he writes, Ryan, moreover, since Mr. Simnard is repeating what Mr. Upchurch has published, Mr. Simnard is clearly reacting to Mr. Upchurch's false statement and or implications. This is dangerous stuff. And Ikmel would also get messages of people uh, unsubscribing for, from him. And he talks about this on here. It talks about how Upchurch damaged Ikmel's reputation online. It talks about Ikmel purchasing security cameras. It talks right here. Mrs. Sedrina also lost subscribers to his YouTube channel, Exhibit D. And it has two of the comments 
of people unsubscribing because of the false and defamatory statements of Mr. Upchurch. Now, interesting enough, since Mr. Upchurch has a much bigger channel than Nick Mel, his lawyer, not only can he argue that $17 million is ridiculous for this, he can argue that Mr. Upchurch actually helped Ikmel gain subscribers for giving him notoriety, putting his name out there. Because let me tell you what, Ikmel's subscribers have grown despite this. And around that time, the, the Keely Rodini case is when they started to grow. His lawyer can make that argument. And we're going to listen to it and report on it right here on Midnight Radio with your boy, Gerald Smimmons. Mr. Upchurch had actual knowledge that Mr. Sedrino was not linked to a hidden pedophilia website as evidenced by there being no mention of pedophilia in the chat feed comments describing the links to these supposed websites. Ergo, Mr. Upchurch had actual knowledge of the wrongfulness of his conduct. Furthermore, given his audience is comprised of more than three million one hundred thousand subscribers, Mr. Upchurch knew there was a high probability the injury or damage to Ickmel would result. Despite having this knowledge, Mr. Upchurch intentionally pursued the course of conduct complained in this paperwork, which resulted in the damage described herein. We're about to get to the money. Let's get to the money, shall we? Money, 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 money. Never wants money. Mr. Upchurch has provided no retraction in response to Mr. Sedrino's demands. That was the cease and desist letter, which is a step you have to go by. A legal one. Therefore, Mr. Upchurch has acted and does continue to act with actual malice with reckless disregard for the truth. So that is fulfilled. Mr. Cudrino adverts that Mr. Upchurch presented no violent opinion, nor did he exercise any privilege, absolute, qualified, or otherwise under Florida law or Tennessee law when he published the aforesaid defamations, specimens one and two, including their respective titles. Moreover, Mr. Sedino advers that neither the Tennessee Public Participation Act's North Florida counterpart has any effect in this court. Therefore, that means that, you know, the tit for tat, the Participation Act, therefore, Mr. Upchurch is liable for the defamation and other torturous acts complained of herein. Money, 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 money. Mr. Cedrino incorporates all the above paragraphs. In Tennessee, punitive damages are capped at the greater of 500 or twice the value of any compensatory damages awarded. However, in Florida, there is no cap on punitive damages, damages that don't have an exact number. When the defendant has a specific intent of causing harm to the plaintiff, which it does look like he did. All right. Likewise, in Tennessee, there is a $750,000 cap on non-economic damages. However, in Florida, there's no caps. There's no caps in crazy Florida, man. There's some shit that goes down there that I talk about, look up on a daily basis. Thus, a conflict of law exists. All injuries complained of herein occurred in Florida. The parties have no relationship with each other except through the Internet. The transmission of Mr. Upchurch's YouTube videos that uh, Ikmel has made aware of and viewed in Florida. So Mr. Upchurch called to Mr. Cedrino's show via Mr. Cedrino's 954 area code telephone number while in Ikmel was webcasting in Florida. They want it in Florida. 
given that a conflict of law exists, that the injury occurred in Florida, the party's direct contacts were limited to Florida, the state having the most significant relationship to the parties and the occurrence at issue here and is Florida. Therefore, Florida's substantive law should apply. Fascinating. Mr. Cedrino hereby seeks relief under Florida law for cause of action one and two. However, in the abundance of caution, Mr. Cedrino seeks relief in the alternative under Tennessee law for cause of action four through seven. Let's look at the money. It's saying that all the ducks are in a row, so all the supplies. How much damage was done? He's not really a sex trafficker. It's weird that he ever said that. No factual basis. Matter of fact, based on what he showed, he was wrong. So if you believe him, he was wrong. And the death threat, the pecuniary damages, the damaging his brand. How much money? Oh, here we go. This is number 80. Just just to show you, I'm telling you the truth. Mr. Cedrino adverse that Mr. Upchurch committed the tort of defamation, more specifically libel, as to defamation specimens one and two, including the respective titles. He said libel. Slander is when you talk. But he said libel. Okay. All right, here we go. And he's going over everything. All right, we're getting to the end, uh, the part you want about the money. It meets all the qualifications. All the qualifications. The sleepless nights that Ikamel had. I know he was pissed off. It should put that on there too. I mean, like furious. How he committed the tort of intentional infliction of emotional duress pursuant to Tennessee law. Yeah. And those videos that he put out, they don't look good. And Mr. Upchurch continues to cause harm to Mr. Cedrino's reputation and character. Uh, and this is what Ikmel wants. He seeks a preliminary injunction and a permanent injunction to require Mr. Upchurch to remove the def- defamatory content from YouTube that is complained of. Here you go. Now, here we go. Given that Florida law has no cap on non-economic damages... And the hard part is showing the economic damages. Mr. Cedrino seeks at least $3.5 million for the damage to his reputation and character. But for the false and defamatory content Mr. Upchurch had published about Mr. Cedrino, Mr. Simnard, Simard, Trucktard would not have distributed a death threat to Mr. Cedrino. Likewise, Mr. Cedrino would not have received other hateful and demeaning messages for followers. Some of you son of a bitches give me nothing but hateful and demeaning messages all the time. Some of you. Just some of you. Ergo, Mr. Cedrino suffered severe mental anguish, including fear for the lives of his family, family members, and himself sleepless nights and anxiety as a direct and proximate result of Mr. Upchurch's False and defamatory statements. And then since there's no cap in Florida, Ikmel seeks 3.5 for that. So we were at 7 million right now. 
3.5 and 3.5. Mr. Cedrino suffered and would continue to suffer financial losses. Mr. Cedrino uh, incurred out-of-pocket expenses between 6 and 8.50 to install the cameras. He lost non-paying subscribers to his YouTube channel, which negatively impacted his income for monetization and potential super chats. He's also lost paying subscribers at present. These pecuniary damages are hard to ascertain. The ones that actually require numbers are hard to ascertain. But for things you can't, like mental anguish, they're going 3.5, which is unprecedented. On precedent. Not unprecedented. It's unprecedented of the most people asked before. But he's already up to 7 million for those. For the death threat, that was 3.5 million. Especially if you have money. I'm not saying Upchurch is rich, but if you have 3 million, you at least have a million or so. Plus, I guess he you know, does music in uh, Nashville or something. I don't know, but if you have money, don't be messing with people like this. At present, these pecuniary damages are hard to ascertain. However, they will be computed before trial and shall be disclosed in discovery. So they're working on it. He only asked for 10000 for that. Mr. Serino's aggregate monetary damage are estimated to exceed 10000 He also seeks punitive damages. Remember, we were at seven. Gosh. Seven million before, like twenty something million. Holy crap! Wow. Oh, sorry, I got mesmerized. Ekamel also seeks punitive damages, given that Florida law would place no cap, since Mister Upchurch intended to cause injury to Mister Cedrino, and in view of his actual malice in publishing, and then in his refusal to retract, guilty all the way according to the law. Of course, I'm not a judge, and this might go to a jury. The aforesaid defamatory material, Mr. Cedrino seeks at least $14 million in punitive damages. And, of course, there's going to be, oh, Lord, my eyes are crossing. So we have $7 million plus $14 million. I need to get a damn calculator out here, and I'll show you why in a minute. Where is Calc? You guys are screaming at the damn thing. It's this much, you idiot. Uh, it's chill, it's chill, man, chill. All right, 7 million plus 14 million equals 21 million so far. 21 million. And you didn't fight in a war and lose an arm. Your brain is scrambled for the rest of your life. Nobody punched you. Nobody beat you up. Nobody stole from you. Nobody broke your constitutional rights maybe civil this is a civil lawsuit i'm not saying that these numbers aren't real i'm just saying these are some arguments that can be and will be made by god from uh up church's attorney which he's going through his paperwork and he he's going to file an answer to this mr cedrino also seeks punitive damage given the florida law would place no cap on punitive damage since mr Upchurch intended you know to do Ikmel Dirty, in view of his actual malice in publishing, although they call it libel, they're calling it publishing instead of what he said. And his refusal to retract, Mr. Cedrino seeks $14 million in punitive damages. We went through that. All right, here we go. So we're at $21 million so far, and here's more. Wherefore, premises considered the plaintiff herein, Melvin Cedrino, seeks entry of judgment against the defendant, Ryan Upchurch, for compensatory damages in the aggregate amount of at least, at least, 
seven million ten thousand punitive damages of at least fourteen million plus all costs of this action plus attorney's fees pursuant to the Florida Code and any other relevant statute or common law principle plus post judgment interest. And he wants the injunction. All right, so we're at twenty one million dollars. I want to know what you think. This is uh, Itch versus Up. Ikmel versus Ryan Up Church. 325-261-0892. Leave me up to a three-minute voicemail message. I want to have this conversation with you. Man, hit that like and subscribe button. I'm going to continue to follow this soon as Ryan Up Church gets. I hope he has an attorney. This just blows my mind that someone could not know what the laws are and do something like, I mean, I know what the laws are. I mean, I figured everybody does because I'm the radio. I actually have to have defamation insurance. So it's kind of something I have to go over when I sign contracts and stuff. Crazy. I hope Upchurch has a lawyer. I'm sure he knows lawyers at least. We're going to see where this goes, guys. This is going to set a precedent, a precedent. It's going to set a precedent for YouTube defamation. So check that out and, YouTube could possibly step in and enforce rules of the platform. They could kick Ryan Upchurch off. They could demonetize his videos, which would really be a kick. So we're going to see what happens on this. For me, this is big as the Amber Herb Johnny Depp trial. So we're going to keep on watching, reporting right here on Midnight Radio. It's your boy, Gerald Schmimmons. Until next time, all my best.